0: what's up guys welcome to the man solution podcast i'm your host anthony miranda aka man of men on this podcast we discuss various topics related to self-improvement breaking bad habits and ultimately breaking generational curses so if you're a man that's struggling to become the best version of themselves and really get out of your own way this podcast is for you uh I greatly appreciate all the support, so make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. That's the most important thing. Share with someone who you think would find value from this conversation as well. So it's been about um, a month or so since I last posted, so I think I'm a few weeks behind. been spending some time with uh, family. Um, I normally shoot on the weekends, so uh, just kind of taking a break unwinding a bit. And I'm grateful for it because over the last few weeks I've had a lot of times to just think about stuff, right? And there's been like one dominant theme on my mind over the last month. And I figured that'd be a great thing to talk about. So technically this is episode 15, and today we're going to be talking about the necessity of turmoil and challenge. In your life. So, I want to talk about this from my experience. I want to talk about it from the perspective of a parent. And then I want to talk about it from our individual perspective. Maybe our parents are helping us out with something. Maybe they're keeping us from being challenged in the world. Um, maybe we are those parents that may be coddling our children, right? And, um, I really want to point out some of the necessities in in, in struggling. Some of the, um, you know, there's just some things you can't get around in life, right? We're all going to die. Uh, we're going to pay taxes and we're all going to struggle in our own ways. You know, and it, if, if we, as parents, you know, do not let our children struggle in their own ways, then they're going to fail to learn the lessons that life is trying to teach them. Right. So I think first I'll start off with my experience first, and then we can break it down into a parent's perspective. um, Then the child's perspective and, you know, I really the goal here is to is to get all of you to think differently about hard times, about struggle, about turmoil, about those times in your life where you feel like everything's caving in on you. You feel like your life is over, you're a failure, everything's going wrong. I want to shift your mindset on those on those time periods in your life, because I know we all have them. It's inevitable. So starting off with me. You know, growing up, um, my, my mother was more in my, involved in my life than my father. I mentioned this before. He had his own shit to deal with, right? Um, he was dealing with alcoholism, drug addiction, court cases, gang banging, whatever, right? So I really never had him or uh, any type of male role model to, <clears throat> to challenge me as a young boy, to guide me through my challenges, through my hurdles in life. All I had was my mother who played that nurturing figure, right? Made me feel like everything's okay. And like, she's going to love me no matter what happens. You know, the, the feminine nature typically is not going to hold someone accountable and pull the best out of them necessarily. It's not going to challenge them to be greater. Um, it's going to try to protect you from the challenges because they see the pain that you're going through <clears throat> while you're facing those challenges. And emotionally, they don't want you to feel that. You're their child. So as me, as a child, there were times where I, we, they signed me up for a Taekwondo. Taekwondo. And I did it for, I can't remember how long because it was so long ago. Maybe I did it for a few months. As soon as I started getting uncomfortable and it started getting more difficult, I quit. Now, if my father was more involved and he was more stable-minded, a good father would have made me stay, would have not allowed me to quit, would have not allowed me to give up because he would have understood that if I give up in this moment, I'm going to then build a pattern and a habit of giving up. I'm not going to condition myself to deal with the hard things in life. And I'm going to carry that into adulthood when it's, <laughs> that's when life really hits the fucking fan. Or shit shit hits the fan, right? That's when shit really gets difficult. Adult life. When you have more responsibilities. When you're an adult <clears throat> and you're held accountable for all of your decisions. And those decisions are going to shape what your life looks like, good or bad. And if you make a habit of quitting and giving up, well, I think we understand how life works. You just don't get to choose to give up, right? No one's going to feed you. No one's going to pay your bills and take care of your children. No one's going to clean your home. No one's going to take care of your health for you. You can't just opt out. Of the responsibilities of life. It's not an option, right? There's no way around it. So, fathers, ma- more masculine roles, are typically more inclined to understand that biological process <clears throat> of making the child be making the child able to handle challenges and stress and turmoil turmoil now at a young age to build that resiliency for their later years a mother on the other hand a more feminine nature is going to feel the need to step in and pull you away from that challenge because they love you it's you know there's good intentions but it's usually how mothers set their children up to fail right and mind you I'm saying usually I'm saying generally this is not black and white. This doesn't apply to all women. This doesn't apply to all men. Generally speaking, which means it would most likely apply to most people in most situations, the mother is going to coddle you. Right? It's, um, you know, we hear, we hear these jokes in society like, oh, cut the umbilical cord or, you know, get off your mom's tit. <laughs> right? That's symbolic of saying, grow up. Mommy can't help you anymore, especially as a man. Your mom is not here to feed you nutrients from her breast. She's not here to feed you nutrients through through the umbilical cord. That is your job. That is your role now, right? So as a child, my mom allowed me to quit Taekwondo. Then I I ended up uh, doing swimming classes. I hated it. It was hard. I was fucking drowning every day. (laughs) So guess what? She pulled me out of it. I remember going to summer camp. As an only child, I was a horrible communicator. I was insecure. I was shy. Didn't like talking to people. Summer camp forced me to do that. It forced me to make friends, which made me very uncomfortable. Guess what happened? My mom pulled me out of that because she was trying to protect me from these things. She was trying to protect me from the feelings I was having by being in duress, by being under stress, by being challenged to get outside of my comfort zone. So with my mom's good intentions, she really set me up for failure because I would then carry those habits on to, you know, middle school and high school. And I just I quit things as soon as they got difficult. Just was over it. Ah, I'm done. This is hard. I don't like it. I'm good. Next Next. I'm good. This is hard. This is new. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel stupid. Everyone's looking at me. I'm going to quit. Right. So, um, thank God I was able to unfuck myself and rewire myself, but it was a challenge. The very first time I actually set my mind to something and then completed it was probably when I went to the Marine Corps. But I went to the Marine Corps. When you go to boot camp, there's this thing called company honorman. So basically, it means you, you, you like beat out, there's like 300 Marines in the battalion and you, you're, you're the number one guy basically because you, you know more than them. And it's kind of like an average uh, of, you take an average of all the Marines based on their scores for physical fitness, based on your knowledge base, based on your leadership abilities, whatever. And the when you get when you get to the fleet, you realize it's it's not that special. It's 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 kind of like you you won um, the best like teacher's pet in a way. (laughs) So, however, at that time, that that moment of me setting out to do something, saying I'm going to win company honor man, I'm going to win this accolade and and accomplish this task. It's challenging. It puts me out of my comfort zone. It's very difficult. I feel like quitting. I feel like giving up. I'm having negative thought patterns. You know, uh, I'm feeling like I, I can't complete it. I'm talking to myself. I'm talking down to myself and saying it's not going to happen. So I'm having this battle with myself, with myself and with my desires. And I ended up winning it. I got a meritorious promotion. I got this little statue somewhere in here. And I just remember f- that the, the the feeling of of joy and accomplishment. And it, it was almost like a light bulb went off, and I'm like, wow, that's how you do it. That's how you do what you said you would do. You just stick to it. You have to defeat all of the negative thoughts. You have to defeat all of the doubts, all of the fears. Right? Usually it's it's the fear of the outcome that keeps you from doing something you know you should be doing. And, you know, if, if it was, if we're looking at Stephen Pressfield's work, he has a book called The War of Art. Um, he would call that fear, the resistance. It's like this mental block that holds you back from taking action in life. If, if we're, let's, you know, reading some Napoleon Hill, uh, outwitting the devil, he would call it the devil. You, you can call this evil, right? Right. Um, You can call it limiting beliefs, whatever you want to call it. You can call it um, negative energy. There's some sort of force or some entity that usually, based out of fear, holds you back from the great things in life because it keeps you in your comfort zone. Because it, it, it creates dialogue inside of your mind that paints a picture of a negative outcome. And you get scared of that outcome and you'd rather not take action and stay here where you you're familiar then take a leap of faith. And as we know, everything great in life usually happens outside of your comfort zone. As a child, if you are not taught how to navigate those situations, your mom usually keeps you or not necessarily your mom, just like I said earlier, this your father can do this too. Okay? So that, that that this here applies to both parents, all parents. Um, so, so let's say your parents, if they don't teach you how to navigate these situations, and they just ensure that you stay in this bubble, they just ensure that you stay in your comfort zone. And, <clears throat> you know, there's something ingrained in our society for some reason where we think as parents, if... If we just protect our children as much as we can and we coddle them as much as we can, then we're somehow going to protect them from all the evils. But what happens when they grow older and they have their own family and they have their own career and they have their own home, they have their own responsibilities? You're not going to be there to make sure every single decision they make is filtered through your lens of safety. You need to let them fall on their face in some way if you don't do it as a child, if you don't let them fall on their face as a child, then when they do fall on their face as an adult, there's so much more at stake as an adult when you fall on your face and you can't handle the turmoil than when you're six years old and you're just trying to swim across the pool, right? There's so much more at stake as an adult when you have your own home And you have your own career. And you have your own bills to pay for. Maybe you have children. If you lose your shit now because things get hard. There's a lot more at stake there. Than when you're 7 years old. And you're trying to kick a bag. And you're practicing a kick that you can't make. And everyone's laughing at you. There's a lot more at stake as an adult. And if you as parents... If we as parents continue to step in and keep our children from falling on their face, well, then they'll never be able to stand on their own two feet. And that is what we should be doing as parents is helping our children become independent so they can stand on their own two feet, right? We teach them how to walk at a very young age, right? We want them to start walking. We want them to start feeding themselves, brushing their own teeth, being able to bathe themselves, being able to dress themselves. Why do we somehow lose that desire as they get older? They need to be able to care for themselves. And whether it's you who, like you cannot protect them from from the lessons that that life is going to teach them life is going to teach us lessons whether we like it or not we don't we don't it's not it's not an option like we don't we don't sit there at the beginning of life and get to pick oh i want to go through this challenge no i'll pass on this challenge I, yes i want life to be easy i want everything to come to me i don't want to have to work for anything you don't get to just check in a box somewhere right there's things that we control and there's things that we don't and if we don't teach our children that they need to control what they can control and then pretty much let go of everything else, then we just ensure that we're, we're failing them as parents. And we're going to set them up to fail when they're an adult. And we just ensure that the likelihood of them passing that bullshit on to their children is very high. Is very high. There's this. There's this video that re- kind of reminds me of what we're talking about here. Um, I'm sure some of y'all have seen it on the internet. It's these Asian parents. They're, they're in a restaurant. I believe there's a dad sitting here, mom sitting here. And I believe there's like a a chair in the middle. Um, or maybe the child was trying to get on the father's chair. Either way, there's like a toddler, um, a very young child. And he's trying to get on the chair. I think he falls, he falls And mom freaks out. Oh, my God. She goes to reach for him and coddle him and and make him feel safe. And dad grabs her. He grabs her arm and he says, stop. Leave him alone. And he has to restrain the mother with her nurturing love. And she wants to make the child feel safe because he understands that this child needs to fall and realize he's okay. He can get back up. I'm fine. Right? And what you'll see a lot, here's something we miss too, is our children, when shit hits the fan, our children are looking at us as an example of how to approach the situation they're in. So if they fall and we're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, are you okay? We freak the fuck out. A child in their, you know, in their years of programming their subconscious mind and their mindset, they're recording how to react about life. And they say, oh, when I fall, I should freak the fuck out. Got it. Okay. So now, every time they fall, they freak the fuck out. They lose their shit. They're crying and they're screaming. In the con- uh, But on, on the contrary, if as a child we fall... And our parents are stoic, right? And they're encouraging about us being okay. And they encourage us to get back up. Then we do that. We say, oh, okay, I'm okay. They're not, no one's crying. No one's screaming. Oh, they're telling me to get up. Okay, cool. I'll just get up. That That hurt a little bit, but I'm good. And that's like one repetition. And if we continue that type of behavior in our children, then we're programming them to be resilient we're programming them to handle stress to handle turmoil so then when they do turn 18 or whatever we whenever that time is for them to leave the nest doesn't necessarily have to be 18 whenever that time is we they can leave and we can have both of us can have the confidence in the fact that they can handle life that they can handle shit they can handle stress Um, and we should let our, we should let our children do that. Now let's flip the lens to the child's position, right? We've been talking a lot from the parents lens. Let's flip as if we were the actual child. Let's say, let's say you're the individual whose parents are, are constantly coddling them. You're the individual that your, your parents are always giving you handouts. They're giving you money. They're they're bailing you out of your your challenges and and the problems in your life. Let's say that's you because that was me. Um. We also need to understand this because we need to be able to say no to the help. We need to be able to say no to the assistance. We need to be able to turn down and turn away the coddling and say, no, mom, no, dad. I appreciate it. I love you. Thanks for caring about me and my situation. But I need to figure this out on my own. Whatever it is, you lose a job, relationship troubles, troubles with your children. Whatever it is, we need to be able to train ourselves to deal with with the turmoil in life. Because it's through that turmoil that builds the resilience in us. And that gives us the confidence that we can handle anything else life decides to throw at us. Newsflash, if you're going through something very difficult now, it's not going to be the last time. There will be another incident, I promise you. There will be more turmoil. There will be more chaos. There's some things in life you don't control. And we do not control when things go wrong. So we should prepare for those times. We should prepare for the moments that are really tough on us. They're tough on our soul and our spirit. We should train ourselves for the moments that make us feel like we want to give up. Make us feel like we want to quit. Because that's what makes us better people. and Especially as parents. If you are a parent. Or if you plan on being parents one day. You need to train yourselves. To handle hard shit. Because your children. Are going to be studying you. Every single second. Of every single day. Now. Now. When I think back to 2018 is when I really started to uh, get my shit together, started, you know, distancing myself from my friend group at the time, started drinking less, um, started listening to more podcasts, reading books, prioritizing my health, the whole nine. I started this complete transformation. You know, I, I got rid of the victimhood. I dealt with my depression. Um... And I, I did the things necessary to strengthen my mindset and to shift my perspective on life, to operate with gratitude. I got closer to God so that way I had faith driving me in life. Now, fast forward to 2020. Um, in June of twenty twenty. My my mom died of kidney cancer. During that, there was a lot of turmoil in the family with uh, me and my father. I ended up having to move out of the out of the house. A month after that, I was working at a small startup, a SaaS company. It was during covid. So guess what? They had to shut things down. I got laid off. So mom dies, family's in turmoil, I move out, I'm living on my own, um, and then I get laid off. I think about a month later, the relationship I was in ends. That's another challenge. I think about a month month later, we find out my grandfather has lung cancer. Month after that, now we're in December, my great-grandmother dies, from COPD. A month later. A good friend of mine from the Marine Corps. Overdoses on drugs. So here we are in the span of 6-7 months. Where it's just turmoil. After turmoil. After turmoil. After turmoil. That each event individually would break most people. But. Because I spent so much time. And energy. Over the last 2 years working on my resilience, working on my strength and fortitude as a man, I was able to get through it. Not once during that entire six or seven months and the year beyond it, because grief doesn't just go away. You have to process it. So for the next, you know, for that entire year and a half span where I was dealing with these situations, not once did I feel like I couldn't handle it. Not once did I feel like I wanted to give up. Because I had the perspective that no matter how hard things get right now, this too shall pass. No matter how bad things get, they can only be bad for so long. And there will be a point in my life when this is no longer an issue. Because I'm able to zoom out and gain perspective, and gain clarity, and I have the faith in God that there's nothing that is granted to me that I cannot handle. There's no situation I'm put in that I cannot handle. And this is the mindset we need to adopt, especially as men. We need to be resilient. We need to have mental fortitude. There's no way around it. There's no way around it. You cannot opt out of hardship. So if you're the individual whose parents keep bailing them out of their situations, you need to stop. You need to push them away. And you need to let go of their savior. You need to reject every single situation where they try to pull you out of it. You need to figure things out on your own, as hard as it gets. And as parents, we need to let our kids fail. Let them fall on their face. There is lessons learned in those experiences. And those lessons are necessary. They're going to learn them, whether you're here to save them, Or let's say you manage to save them from all their experiences. Guess what? When you die and they don't have you anymore, they're going to be a fucking mess. And they're not going to have you to turn to. They're not going to have you to bail them out of their situation. And they're going to have to learn. But like I said earlier, when they're older and they're adults, there's a lot more at stake. There's a lot more at stake when you lose your shit as an adult. And when you throw that little temper tantrum as a six, seven-year-old, as a four-year-old, as that two-year-old boy who fell off the chair and realized that he's gonna be okay. There's a lot more at stake. Now, I know this thought, the thought of this is probably scary for some of you. I know some of you are like, fuck yeah, this is what I've been trying to say, you know, my entire time. But I know there's some of you who are those parents. I know there's some of you who are those children who still have their parents looming over them. There's a chapter in the book, um, uh, the, The Way of the Superior Man, and I believe the chapter's titled Live as if Your Parents Were Dead. Now, part of that is related to the expectations your parents have on you. And as men, we should let go of the expectations our parents have on us and live our life as we see fit. We live our life based on our vision of what we want our life to look like. Obviously, assuming that that vision is good and righteous. But part of the other aspect to that is what we're talking about here. Live as if your parents were dead. Live as if your parents were not here To bail you out. That's where the gold is. That's where the growth is. That's where the prosperity is. It's on the other side of your comfort zone. And your parents. If your parents are here trying to keep you in your comfort zone. They're setting you up to fail. And that is the truth. And there is zero way around that truth. So be okay with falling on your face, and I promise you, you will be fine. You will grow, you will stretch as a person, you will go through tremendous amounts of discomfort, you will go through doubts, you will go through periods of depression, periods of anxiety, but yet you will be okay. I promise you, you will be okay. As long as you're doing the necessary things, on a daily basis, to take care of yourself. As long as you understand that you're going to be going into these seasons of turmoil prepared for war and you need to fight back. This isn't something you're gonna go into and be passive. I've talked about this before in in an old video and I talked about how the military they don't train in combat. They train prior to combat. So then when they get to combat, they are prepared. Right? You don't just sit around all day and then combat comes and now you're like, all right, well, let's learn what to do here. Let's learn how to navigate these challenges. Let's let's learn now how to go to war. Now, of course, part of war is you are learning through the process, but without any preparation previous to that, you're setting yourself up for failure. We can look at this from the aspect of sports as well. Fighters, they don't just show up to the fight with no previous training and expect to win. I'm talking about professional fighters here. Any type of other sports, if we're talking football, if we're talking basketball, we're talking baseball, these top tier athletes, they don't just show up. Most of their life is spent practicing. Most of their life is spent getting better, improving on their strengths, improving on their weaknesses. They're getting better. So that way on game day, they are prepared for whatever life throws at them. We should approach life the same way. We should approach life with the understanding that struggles will come. And no matter what we do, you cannot avoid all of them. You should instead make yourself more resilient. And that's the goal. Make yourself more resilient. Because there's a necessity to turmoil. There's a necessity to challenge and you can't get around that. So I'm sure there's something on, on your mind right now, some challenge that you've been avoiding, some problem that you need to solve right now that you're kind of you know, putting on the back burner and you're hoping someone's going to bond you out from it or bail you out. Go deal with that shit. Just go deal with it, whatever it is. Go deal with it. Just turn this off and go fix your shit. Whatever that is for you. I know we all have our own situations. We all have our own problems. We all have our own challenges. Go deal with your shit. And learn the lesson that it teaches you. Whatever it is, learn it. Apply it. But understand that no matter what you're going through, you will be okay. You will be okay. If you find value in this conversation, share. Like, comment, subscribe. But I know some of you all are thinking about other people right now. Whether it's parents, whether it's friends, family members, you're thinking of someone who'd resonate with this message. Send it to them. Share it. Because this is one of the most crucial crucial messages we can probably spread right now in our society. Based on the mindset of mo- most of our parents and most of the kids inside society, they need to hear this. They need to hear that things are hard, but they will be okay. The parents need to hear that you're doing your children a disservice by bailing them out of every difficulty they face. Let them fall on their face. They will be okay, and so will you. So that's all I have for today. Hope you all find value in this conversation um, and share it again. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.